I'm taking my time, but I don't know where. Goodbye to Rose, the queen of Corona. See me and Julio down by the schoolyard. Good morning, 810 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's a Pensacola morning news. Julio Diaz, he is the host of Let's Go Pensacola, 4 o'clock on Saturday here on News Radio, and the organizer, driving force, coordinator, cat wrangler for the Pensacola Movie Club on Facebook. Julio, welcome back to the show, sir. Hey, good morning, Andrew. Good morning. So, obviously, the big movie you guys watched last night was Ant-Man uh, and Wasp, Quantumania, which, qu- can I quibble in advance that Quantumania, by rule, should have two M's and not one, so I'm already upset about that, but uh, I'll let it slide, whatever. How was the movie? I, I don't pretend to understand, uh, you know, why they'd spell it that way, <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I liked the movie a lot. Uh, you know, granted, I am a, a Marvel fan. I'm a, I'm a sucker for these movies, but, uh, you know, the... the uh, I was one of the ones that was a little bit on the downside on Thor Love and Thunder, and I thought this was much better than that, uh, although the the critics seem to disagree. The, uh, the reviews are kind of mediocre on on, uh, on this one, but I had a lot of fun, and I, every, most people I've talked to had a lot of fun. I talked to a couple of people that, that weren't too big on it, but, uh, but you know, I thought this was, uh, uh, you know, this is really setting up the next set of adventures in the Marvel Universe, so there, there's a lot of establishing work going on here that I think is probably going to pay off later down the line. Uh, but, but I think it stands on, on its own well enough as a fun movie. It's, it's a really fun adventure. It's a little different than the two previous Ant-Man movies because this one really does spend time in the, the quantum realm. So it's kind of like, uh, you know, it's got, uh, you know, the quantum realm is like this other, this microscopic dimension. So it's, you're going to this other world and it's, you know, you get that kind of like star Wars kind of vibe where there's uh, all okay. kinds of interesting alien creatures and playing, uh, playing you know, with and, the, the and, rules of a different universe, basically. Yeah. And Ant-Man and his family are, are dropped into the middle of that. And, uh, you know, we also get the establishment of, uh, of our big bad for this, uh, this phase of Marvel Kang, uh, played by Jonathan majors. And, uh, you know, I, I, like I said, I had a lot of fun with the movie. It's funny where it needs to be funny. It's uh, action-packed where it needs to be action-packed. And I think if you are a Marvel fan, you're going to like it. Outstanding. Well, that's always the, that's what we're looking for. We just want a consistent product played out in a different way. Uh, we also get Marlowe this week. How's that? Yeah, so this is uh, uh, Philip Marlowe, of course, the, you know, the famous uh, Raymond Chandler PI, uh, in this case played by Liam Neeson and directed by Neil Jordan, who's uh, had a great reputation as a filmmaker. And this is trying to be a throwback to the film noir era. Oh. Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately uh, despite a great cast, also got uh, uh, Diane Kruger and uh, – uh, Jessica Lang and oh, wow. uh, you know yeah strong cast but not very strong reviews unfortunately running twenty five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, that's a bummer. I, I I wouldn't have suspected Liam Neeson to be the right character for that style of a movie, but you know I mean willing to give somebody a try. Uh, of an age is also out this week. Yeah, uh, this is just a little small indie indie film about a, a, a very short but intense love story between. Uh, 
a young man who was a, uh, a professional dancer and his friend's brother. Uh, not not any real big name stars in this, but getting very, very good reviews, 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. All right. And then kind of an, a one that caught me by surprise when you told me is uh, we have a re-release of the classic. I, it's weird to say it's a classic now. Makes me feel old. Uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, the Michelle Yeoh masterpiece, martial arts masterpiece. Yeah, well, yeah, um, it, it is kind of strange to think about it as a classic, but if I'm remembering right, it came out in 2000, which would make it 23 years old. You shut your so, filthy mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't yeah, need to hear so, that. So you know, we're you, yeah, you know, get over 20 years. I think you know, it's just like uh, you know, just like in. Uh, Music radio. If it's something's over twenty years old, it's an oldie. Oh, I know. But I know. Old, but Nine Inch Nails is classic rock, right? So okay, fine. But yeah. uh, this yeah. is this is what uh, because of Oscar buzz for her. Is that right? Uh, well, you know, there there was already a 4K re- restoration being done on this film, so it's that's part of it too. And uh, okay. apparently, the new re- the new print looks absolutely stunning, wow. which doesn't surprise me because the movie looked absolutely stunning to begin with. And yeah. yes, you've got Michelle yeah, you know, probably on the on the verge of winning an Oscar for Everything Everywhere All at Once, or at least finally getting nominated for one. Got it. Uh, and of course, directed by Ang Lee, who's won two directing. Oscars over the course of his career and yeah this is just one of the greatest uh one of the greatest martial arts films of all time, but I think one of the greatest films of, of the century. Just films, and, yeah. You know, no, I, I agree with yeah. that. And and it was yeah. it was gorgeous to begin with. It's hard to imagine it being even more visually stunning. What are you guys gonna watch next week, Julio? Uh, we're going to watch a thing called Pensacon, which is <laughs> happening in downtown Pensacola. Is that a, uh, is that a, a limited come. release only in Pensacola? Is that what that is? <laughs> it, it is. It's only in Pensacola, only for for three days, February 24th through 26th. Everybody should come. It's going to be a lot of fun. You can get your passes at Pensacon.com. And uh, uh, yes, there are movies coming out next week, but I will not have time to see any of them because I will be working my butt off, making sure everybody in Pensacola has a great time at Pensacon. Hey, who are you most excited to see at Pensacon? You, oh, personally. that's not a fair question. It is we a fair question, than, Julio. We have, more than 100, okay. we have more than 150 guests. I know. <laughs> Pick okay. the best kid all in the orphanage, Julio. Come on. No, that's, that's fine. That's fine. I, and there are so many. You guys so do many. such it, it a is, great job. It is really job. incredible. So well, uh, as he said, Pensacon is next weekend. Let's go Pensacola. 4 o'clock tomorrow and the Pensacola Movie Club. Check him out on Facebook. Julio, as always, thank you for the time and what you do, sir. Did we lose him? I guess we did. Yeah, <laughs> oh, well, that's all right. Wow. Hey, uh, traffic Robot on the fives. Uh, transgressors comes up next. Traffic with Candy. All right. Taking a look uh, around right now. Uh, it's uh, West Kingsfield Road, 297A in Cantonment, showing a, a bit of a tie up there. And then I-10 eastbound at mile marker 31 is stopped. Accident uh, is off the highway, but still backed up and will take a little while to clear. Uh, as I understand, certainly use caution wherever you are. Are and uh, stoplight at 98 and Fairpoint in Gulf Breeze proper in front of the Chick fil A is having an issue as well. That'll tie things up too. Certainly, if you see an accident or a slowdown, uh, text 437 1620. We certainly appreciate everybody that has News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. What keeps you up at night? Just knowing if your email got hacked or your phone system went down, it could cost you thousands in revenue as well as your reputation. That's where Data Revolution comes in with their unique position to take care of you and your business IT support, phone systems, cybersecurity, and more. Secure it and sleep better at night by going to datarevs.com. Winner of the 2021 Best of the Bay for IT support. datarevs.com. 
The following message is sponsored by the Florida Department of Elder Affairs, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Sarah is 64 and loves to garden. Recently, her health insurance ran out, leaving her worried about more than just weeds. She called the Elder Helpline and spoke with a volunteer shine counselor about her options. There, she received free, unbiased counseling on health insurance for those on Medicare. For more information or to volunteer, call 1-800-963-5337 or go to floridashine.org. Serving overseas was just the beginning. We might be home from war, but our mission continues in communities all across the country. It's why we're out there in times of peace and crisis, providing meals to the hungry and supplies to the sick. It's why we're giving strength to those who are too weak and bringing resources to those without them. Service doesn't stop when we're done serving. It's what makes us the VFW. Learn more at vfw.org. Wake, Wake up with Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News. Lifestyle talk with Jenna Barr and Pep Talk. Drive home with Bobby Rossi and Pensacola right now on News Radio 923. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to remember those who have transgressed against the great spirit of inclusion and must henceforth be forever cast into the abyss of dead names. In this moment of our remembrance, we prove with great grief and wailing the sincerity of our noble tolerance. What we once wrongly allowed in the ignorance of white privilege has become the cleansing rite of virtue signaling we use to prove our purity. Join with me now as we remember those we've lost. First, the NFL. As we have now had a few days to recover from the wasteful annual orgy of food, alcohol, violence, and lasciviousness that we refer to as the Super Bowl, let us take this time to recognize that the entire project of professional American football is dripping with social penalties. And if the objectification of cheerleaders, the risk of traumatic brain injury, and the unflinching exploitation of black athletes doesn't bother you enough, just consider the team names themselves. Now obviously, you're well aware that the Washington Redskins recently reformed themselves to become the commanders, and although this is better, perhaps celebrating a militaristic rank system is not the greatest of improvements. However, as we were so painfully reminded this week, the Kansas City Chiefs remain a persistent affront to indigenous peoples across the land. Fans mock the sacred history of the tomahawk, a mostly peaceful tool for leatherworking. The team enters to a beating drum, as though tribal rhythms are yet another plaything for the white conquistadors. And of course, the name itself, trivializing the position of respect and authority embedded in the unique leadership structure of these oppressed peoples. But here I believe many of us have allowed ourselves to be distracted by the Chiefs and Redskins controversy into not noticing the real indignities present in nearly half the league's team names. If we can agree that the violence of cultural appropriation being perpetuated by the Chiefs against indigenous peoples is horrific, and of course it is, how can we turn a blind eye to the species appropriation being committed by the 14 teams who are every day stealing the identities and images of various animals? Falcons? Jaguars, Seahawks, Colts, Lions and Bengals and Bears, oh my, how dare we pit the Broncos, say, on one side and violent conflict against the Dolphins on the other side, thereby marginalizing the pain of natural selection felt by both sides, and also normalizing the subjugation of animals by making it seem as if they are ideally suited for gladiatorial combat against each other. Has anyone even bothered to ask the ravens of this planet, our fine feathered brethren, whether they appreciate being reduced to a helmet logo? Are we really honoring the peaceful cardinal, delicate in his radiant redness, with this warlike and aggressive representation? 
the flagrant abuse of the name, image, and likeness of majestic creatures like rams, panthers, and eagles without their consent or compensation is tremendously othering. As if animals are mere subjects of the humans who rule over them as apex predators of the animal kingdom. And when we aren't mocking the animals directly with a team name, we find ourselves assaulting their dignity in a whole different way by celebrating those who oppress the kind creatures of this world. How dare we honor the cowboys who use ropes and spurs and whips to lead their cattle to the slaughter. And of course, you do know that Packers is merely shorthand for meat packers, don't you? Meat packers? And for those who might not know, that came from Green Bay's Indian Meatpacking Company, of all things, a double disqualifier. Also, of the remaining teams who aren't butchering animals, either culturally or metaphorically, consider the 49ers, named for the invading barbarians who raped the land in search of precious gold and ran off the natives in their vain pursuit of material wealth. Vikings, Buccaneers, Raiders, all certainly just as bad as Redskins and Chiefs. What about the nationalistic jingoism of the Patriots? The narrow-minded religious bigotry of the Saints? And then we have the Jets, named for the fuel-guzzling, planet-killing, emissions-belching beasts of the air. Is this any way to teach a child to honor nature and save our dear planet? No, dear otherin, the NFL is too deeply flawed to be saved. Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend. Second, referring to God as masculine, the Church of England recently announced they will consider whether to cease referring to the mostly mighty as father, he, or him due to the unequivocal sexism of this nomenclature, just as we are constantly striving to become more gender inclusive in the great tradition of St. Benetton the gender fluid. The Anglicans are realizing the need to update their language to recognize and affirm the feminine elements of God's nature, while also rectifying the terribly sexist default of referring to God as a he-him, and instead switching to they-them and possibly something even more advanced like Jim, for instance. Naturally, this change will require full synodical approval, and we anticipate that soon. In furtherance of the goal of making their language more enlightened and inclusive, we humbly recommend the following new and improved version of the Lord's Prayer. Our buddy, who art in the place where everyone goes when they die because that's inclusive. Pretty cool be thy name, you know, unpronounceable and all. Thy democratic land of equity come, since we don't believe in monarchy. Thy will be listened to, but not as more valuable than anyone else's, since we are all equals and nobody should be telling anyone else how to live their life. We appreciate the bread you offer, but we do prefer vegan burgers is ethically sourced coffee and a living wage. We don't need you to forgive our trespasses because we don't believe in sin anymore. Being led into temptation is actually a good thing because temptations merely reveal your lifestyle preferences. But we do like the idea of being delivered from the consequences of our actions. That's nice. For ours is the whole world collectively, the solar power and the glory of individual preference forever. Amen. Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who And finally, I want to take a moment to celebrate the courage of non-binary singer Sam Smith. As perhaps the most famous representative of Answer D, all of the above sexual identity, Sam Smith has done many brave things. The British singer recently produced a highly sexualized video wearing a tiara, corset, and nipple pasties. This is not the act of courage I mean. Smith performed his song Unholy at the Grammys, dressed as the devil and dancing with demonic backup dancers. This is not the act of courage, I mean. And Sam just this week confidently wore an inflatable latex suit with poofy shoulders and bulbous heart balloons for legs. Not even this is the act of courage, I mean. 
No, today's praise comes for Sam's humble but bold leadership when they courageously stood up for inclusivity for all the marginalized inhabitants of small coastal towns the world over when he said this on the BBC. You're a big fan of fishing. I do love no. fishing. Yeah, yes, I do. What? Yeah, yeah, I'd love to be a fish, fisherman. What, like a fly fisherman? I'd, I'd, be a, I'd be any type of fisherman. Brilliant. Did you hear how with two fell swoops, Sam Smith just reversed the eons of bird violence done against the gender indeterminate in fishing boats and villages around the globe? Fisher them? So brilliant, so creative, so bold. Of them themselves, Sam Smith just reminded us how easy revolution can be. Consider the implications for other terms that end in men. Anchor them, business them, trades them, clergy them, spokes them, bell them, Line them, rifle them, sails them, bogey them, china them, hang them, norse them, super them, bat them, and aqua them, ombuds them, and of course, cleanse them. Always remember your second theorem of language reform. The establishment only laughs at your better word use the first few hundred times. Once they stop laughing, you've won. Well, Sam Smith, they might be laughing right now, but you will be vindicated for your words even if not for your fashion choices. Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend. And now, with these cleansing rites performed, may we all go forth in loving tolerance and microaggress no more. Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend. I got several pastors already telling I need that Lord's Prayer. (laughs) Yeah, that was really fantastic. (laughs) Candy's got traffic on the fives. Your own traffic. Uh, As we take a look around, good news is uh, we're not showing a lot. Now, I-10 eastbound, Valmarker 31 stopped. uh, Accident off the highway, but still backed up. It's going to take a little while to clear. West Kingsfield Road and 297A in Cantonment showing an accident. And uh, Fairpoint and 98 in Gulf Breeze in front of the Chick-fil-A also showing uh, an accident as well. It's so funny reading the texts that come in after, so... Trying to keep them state. Are we still going to have clergy then? Okay, I'll let, I'll let Andrew take care of that. Certainly, if you have an uh, accident or a slowdown, you want to let us know. 437-1620 News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Very good, Candy. Let's go into the newsroom with David Wayne for traffic or, uh, for uh, our headlines. David? Well, the latest on that train derailment debacle in Ohio. Uh, Governor Mike DeWine there says the water's drinkable and the air is breathable. We continue to monitor the air. The air is good. Uh, we've gone into uh, hundreds and hundreds of people's houses to to test that air. It's good. And DeWine says that uh, Norfolk Southern, that's the train company behind the uh, the derailment, is going to be held accountable for everything that occurred. U.S. households are in more debt than ever before. Ain't that the truth? Data released by the Federal Reserve Bank of New York yesterday showing household debt has hit a record $16.9 trillion during the fourth quarter. And it also shows that American credit card balances are at record levels. They rose 6% during the quarter. I, I, David, thanks so much for the update. I love the texts that we're getting in are killing me. Uh, I'm an Eagles fan, so I'm offended that the stripes on the referee's uniform mock zebras. Uh, <laughs> somebody says, this is all good, but you forget that the players on the Dolphins identify as Dolphins, so it's okay. Somebody asks, are we still going to have clergy them? <laughs> this is awesome. So, oh, and somebody says, super them, bat them, and aqua them. You're cleaning up the coffee I just spilt all over my dash. <laughs> I just hope the clans of them don't come after me. 829 on News Radio 92.3. If you are a local business owner and you love managing employee benefits and payroll and HR and all of that stuff, 
great. Keep doing it. I mean, I don't want to take away your joy, but if you're the kind of business owner I think most people are, which is you love doing the thing that your business does and you do not love figuring out what's the best health insurance, dental, vision, life, and all the rest, that paperwork, that red tape, that's kind of like mind-numbing to you, hey, get some help. This is where Torgerson and Kazi comes in. They're great at this. They've been helping business owners just like you manage this, find out the best for your employees, maybe save a few bucks, but really give them choices. That's what they did for us here at News Radio and Cat Country a few years ago. Fantastic uh, organization. More than 20 years helping local businesses like yours. 433-9996 or check them out online at tcbenefitsgroup.com. The wrap comes up next. David, what do you have in your news? A fatal crash yesterday on 9th Avenue. We'll tell you more after Fox. Pam Cuso. Two weeks after a toxic train derailment, Ohio's governor says municipal water tests haven't found any contamination. Chelsea Simpson lives in East Palestine. She tells Fox Business she hasn't been feeling well. I can't help but think they're just trying to hide something. We're still wondering what some of the objects were that got shot down by U.S. fighter jets. Answers about the object shot down over Alaska may be coming now via the Northern Illinois Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade. They say that they lost what Aviation Week is describing as a party-style Pico balloon over Alaska the same day an F-22 shot something down in the same spot. NORAD is saying the FBI has spoken with the Hobby Club. That's Fox's Peter Ducey at the White House. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, News Radio 92.3. It's 831. Uh, Right now, we've got 53 degrees, cloudy skies here in Pensacola. Fatal crash yesterday, uh, head-on crash on 9th Avenue and Hillbrook Way. Pensacola police say uh, there was one fatality and one other person also hurt in that crash. uh, That person's injuries described as non-life-threatening and investigation ongoing there. Uh, Pensacola's Mardi Gras kicking off downtown this weekend. The crew of Lafitte Parade uh, tonight at 7.30 in that parade. Uh, kind of following the standard parade route downtown, starting off at Spring and Main, going down Spring Garden, Palafox, ending at Main and Palafox. And uh, tomorrow's Grand Mardi Gras Parade also following the same route. Uh, tomorrow's parade at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Looks like there could be a bidding war on Escambia County's big 500-acre OLF-8 property, a surprise $35 million cash offer made yesterday. That's just days after a $33 million cash offer. And uh, during yesterday's Scambia County Board of County of Commissioners meeting, it was said more offers might be coming in soon as well. The commissioners directed county staff to begin negotiating with potential buyers. Developers say they plan to work with the county on their master plan for that development. You might remember the story earlier this week about Stephanie Perdue, the Pace woman accused of plotting to kill her husband with the help of her new lover. Well, she was in court yesterday. Judge set bond for that woman at $150,000. Perdue is charged with criminal conspiracy to commit a capital felony and criminal solicitation to commit a capital felony. Also facing an aggravated battery charge for allegedly shooting her husband last April. Perdue expected back in court. March 16th. 
Immigration organizations uh, don't much care for the new law that would fund more migrant flights to sanctuary cities and states. Americans for Immigrant Justice's Shaylin Flaherty spoke about it. We have um, a state government that is trying to erect, without the resources, training, or experience, its own state-led immigration system. And Flaherty's an immigration attorney. She believes the law could be challenged in a federal court. But in the meantime, migrants, uh, she believes, may be living in fear. Governor DeSantis says the $10 million to fund that program will help send migrants to places uh, that they want to go. A Broward County man says he he's the victim of a hate crime. The sheriff's office in Broward announced yesterday that he was attacked in Dania Beach by a man who may have targeted him for being Jewish. The victim says he was riding his bike while speaking Hebrew on the phone, and that's when another man walking by yelled an anti-Semitic slur and punched the man. The alleged victim says he fell off the bike and the suspect ran away as witnesses came to his aid. The suspect remains at large in Broward County. An investigation continuing into that deadly helicopter crash near Huntsville the other day. Two soldiers in the Tennessee National Guard were killed when the Black Hawk helicopter crashed down out of the sky on uh, Wednesday. Both had more than a decade of experience in the Guard. They were taking part in a training mission at the time. It's 835 at News Radio. Let's get a look at our traffic on the fives with Candy. All right, brought to you by Jackson Hewitt and taking a look around uh, West Kingsfield Road, 297A in Cantonment, showing an accident. I 10 eastbound at mile marker 31. Uh, stopped, accident off the highway, but still backed up and taking a while to clear and then taking a look in Gulf Breeze, Fairpoint 98. That light may not be working, so caution there. Traffic on the fives again, brought to you by the good folks from Jackson Hewitt. And if you need bucks, Jackson Hewitt, uh, don't wait. Uh, weeks for the IRS to send your tax refund. Get up to $3,500 today when you file your taxes at Jackson Hewitt. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. If you have traffic tips, text 437-1620. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. We're going to be seeing some showers through the morning hours. 40% chance of rain overall. After the rain moves out, temperatures drop high near 56 degrees. Overnight tonight, we are going to stay chilly with temperatures in the low 30s. As you go into Saturday, sunny skies with a high near 57 degrees. Saturday night, temperatures dropping near 45. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. And right now, 53 and cloudy. In Pensacola, it's 55 showers reported in Gulf Breeze. From 28 to 27, it's covered with carefree maintenance and the 7% financing. So go carefree with carefree maintenance on your next crossover or SUV from Piedmore Imports. They're not in Car City, so you won't pay Car City prices. Piedmore Imports, New Warrington Road, Pensacola. Prices before tag, tax, title, and associated dealer fees. Special financing rate for qualifying credit through BCI. See dealer for details. Each Sunday at 7.30 a.m., the Bible Baptist Bookstore of Pensacola, Florida, brings you Theological Seminar with teacher Peter S. Ruckman, founder and president of the Pensacola Bible Institute. He will teach you what the Bible says about the subject, not merely what it is presumed to teach. Tune in this Sunday at 7.30 a.m. for Theological Seminar with Dr. Peter S. Ruckman, brought to you by Bible Baptist Bookstore on News Radio 92.3 a.m. 1620. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. 
for the ones who get it done. And your money now. Another bad start for the uh, the market today. The Dow Jones down 7508 at 336277. The S&P 500 down 2254 at 406787. And the Nasdaq down 8342 this morning at 117242. Emails between late financier and sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein and a former J.P. Morgan executive surfaced in court this week. The emails were filed by the U.S. Virgin Islands in a lawsuit against J.P. Morgan. YouTube CEO Susan Wojcicki is stepping down. She said yesterday she'll continue working with YouTube teams, coaching members, and meeting with creators. And the XFL is back this weekend. The league kicking off its 10-week regular season tomorrow with an agreement with ESPN and Disney to broadcast and stream all 43 of the games. The XFL has spent uh, two and a half years in product development after being purchased by a group that includes Dwayne The Rock Johnson. It is 839 at News Radio 92.3. Your next news at 9. Breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne for News Radio 92.3. Informative. Local. Dependable. News Radio 92.3. Now it's time to play Which Host Did This? Andrew McKay, Jenna Barr, or Bobby Rossi? This host used to play competitive chess. Who is it? Time's up. The correct answer is Jenna Barr. Get to know our local hosts by listening to News Radio 92.3. 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. I will definitely call you back later then. Come on, wrap it up. Big shark it up. Okay, you know what? Wrap up the circle thing. Come on. Commissioner Parker, wrap it up, please. Okay. Okay, everybody, that's a wrap. It is time for the wrap here on News Radio 92.3 on the Pensacola Morning News. Greg Litton is here in studio with me, and Jonathan Owens, uh, owner of the Elbow Room, is here in studio with me, both of whom they reminded me uh, have run uh, and unsuccessfully for county commission seats, two for, uh, or one, sorry, for Jonathan Owens, and then four for uh, uh, Greg Litton. I didn't mean it, but, you know, that's a good, that's a, that's a pretty good pairing to have, and I sometimes I get lucky. you had it planned. <laughs> I didn't. I, get, I just get lucky a lot, okay? I just get lucky a lot. So let's start with what I think is probably the biggest news of the week locally, which is the possibility of having a pretty substantial offer on uh, Outlying Field 8, the property next to Navy Federal on Nine Mile. We've been talking about it all day and, you know, throughout the week as you had, you know, uh, we're, it was languishing, right? We didn't really have any offer on it. And, you know, how are we going to get this thing developed? And, you know, we're looking for some money from Triumph in order to put in a road and do some other stuff. And uh, all of a sudden, Dr. Horton Saturday comes in with a $33 million offer. And then you have a Breland Holmes comes in with a $35 million offer. And basically the same day, Dr. Horton says, oh, yeah, we'll do 38. And now we've got there's another entity that says they're interested. We've got uh, at least uh, rumors that there's a fourth entity uh, that says that they're interested and might be you know willing to bid. So we might be, and I say might be, on the verge of um, finally paying, um, finally getting somebody to pay, you know, thirty-five or forty million dollars to put uh, Jeff Bergash's steakhouse on OLF eight. I mean, it's uh, <laughs> you know, things can happen. Isn't that isn't that human nature though? Yeah. Nobody wanted that property until somebody wanted it, and then they're all fighting over it. Yeah, yeah. And, and I thought, I mean. 
I, I want to talk about procurement a little bit, but I think that's an interesting development to have, pardon the use of a term, but to have all of a sudden nobody, 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 oh, you want it, you want it, it's off the market. Well, we'll try, right? I mean, that's interesting. It, it, it happens in real estate a lot, actually. You know, something is sit on the market for 100 days or 300 days or three years, and all of a sudden, you've got someone that puts an offer in. Now there's three more offers. I mean, mm-hmm. my wife's in real estate professionally. I am as well. The it, You know, one spark ignites a flame, right? So it, it, it will be interesting to see what all fleshes out of this. Um, personal opinion, uh, follow the process. They're having things come in randomly or via email or, you know, the excitement and theater of it all happening during a meeting. Oh, wait, there's more. Oh, oh, but there's Off one the more. Presses. Off right. the presses. Yeah, I mean, exactly. it's just super exciting and super <laughs> uh, you know, d- dramatic. That's not the way you deal with real estate. This is especially commercial real estate because, I mean, whether this is going to be residential or commercial, this is a block of land that has a specific value whatever that value may be, infrastructure added, without infrastructure right. added. Which is, an, which is um, a question mark now. You know, giving up giving up the opportunity to use Triumph funds to build in the infrastructure definitely is a, would be a deficit to it. I mean, um, developers develop land so builders can build on it, right? I mean, there's a reason why you take the risk of developing the land. Um, I, I personally think that uh, having a single entity develop it uh is a smart way to go but um you know we'll see yeah no uh, i I'm, I'm i have no say i have a, I, 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 I never had any say really before for just, people <laughs> for people who might not know uh jonathan was the chief of staff for uh doug underhill when he was uh, the commissioner for district two um and i've been meaning to ask you how you're dealing with the being out of it because <laughs> it's different but uh we'll come back to that maybe a little bit later greg you i mean it's very easy, like Jonathan said, to be excited about the big numbers coming in all of a sudden and something that had kind of been an open question mark. You know, it's been four years. Are we going to get anything or is this just going to be the tech park all over again? And now all of a sudden it looks better, which is not to say we're there, but it looks better, right? Yeah, and I, I think part of the problem we've always had here in town is you, you get a, a, a property like that. Everybody complains that nothing's happening it's uh this that and then somebody wants to do it every, do something with it and then what is everybody complaining that somebody wants to do something with it i mean <laughs> it's not the the perfect floated down from heaven plan and so they they boohoo it and it's like come on it, it you know you, you just can't satisfy uh some people and uh, it's great that the interest is now there. you're not saying that uh, escambia county has that no or santa oh, rosa no. county has that yeah, you, you no. mean somebody else yeah, elsewhere right other, that they, okay other just checking areas, to be yeah. sure yeah, right <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible until something's happening and then it's terrible when something is exactly. happening and then it's terrible when something happened S- somebody's gonna make some money off of it they're like well they're putting out 33 million or plus right. dollars they ought to make some money mm-hmm. that's the object we're going to uh, take a real quick break but we'll be back in a second we got uh, jonathan owens and greg Litton in here talking about various news items on the wrap candy has traffic on the five that's right taking a look around uh, good news is we're not showing a whole lot of slowdowns or delays right now uh it looks like there's a, a couple of lights out highway 98 for one in Fairpoint and gulf breeze that light's not working i-10 eastbound at mile marker 31 stopped an accident is off highway but it was still backed up and kingsfield and 297a in cantonment showing an accident remind people we got this text to use their lights when driving if your windshield wipers are 
are on, your lights should be on, you can get a ticket. Text 437-1620, News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. Yeah, great advice, absolutely. And if you're looking for that next vehicle, Frontier Motors, you hear Dave Ramsey talk about them, you hear me talk about them. And more than just two guys on the radio, uh, look around. When you're driving, look around and look at the license plates and see if you don't see a license plate frame that says Frontier Motors or the little bumper sticker, you know, the little vinyl bumper sticker that people have that uh, says Frontier Motors. And the reason I say that is because what you'll discover is like the first day you do this game, you'll see a couple. I mean, maybe you won't see any. It's possible. Second day, you see a couple more. And by about the third or fourth day, you'll feel like they're on every single car. And the reason I mention that, because I know I've done it and that's what happened to me. And the reason I mention that is because that's all the satisfied customers. You know, that's thousands upon thousands upon thousands of other people who have bought their cars there and gone back to buy a second or a third car for their spouse, for their kids, whatever. That's why when Frontier has been serving the Pensacola community for more than 25 years, it's a lot of people. So when you go by, tell them Andrew McKay and the bumper stickers sent you. The new year means a new resolution, and one of the sure things on the menu is weight loss. Tune in this Tuesday at 10 on the Pensacola Expert Panel as one of the ProHealth team members will be the guest, and we'll be discussing how ProHealth Medical Weight Loss Program can help you during the new year and beyond. Get ready to feel and look better with a ProHealth Medical Weight Loss Program. That's this Tuesday at 10 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Everyone understands that when you buy more, you should pay less. It's called a volume discount. Hi, this is Earl Ron, president of New South Window, and we would like to make and install your windows. New South offers volume discounts for homeowners. The more you buy, the more you save. Our discounts start at the fourth window, and from there, the savings grow. New South can do this because we own our factory, and that's the power of Factory Direct. Award-winning, energy-efficient windows that will save you money and protect your home. Our windows are made in Florida for Florida homes by Florida workers, and we guarantee them for life. Visit us at NewSouthWindow.com. Listen to News Radio on air at 92.3 FM, 95.3 FM, AM 1620, and online at NewsRadio923.com. Download our mobile app or listen through Alexa. Silence, you ninny. Good morning, 848 News Radio 923. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Fence Cola Morning News. Here in studio with me, I have Greg Litton and Jonathan Owens, and we're talking a little bit about uh, OLFA. We'll get to some other stuff in a minute, but, um, you know, it's interesting to see, you know, Greg, you and I were talking off the air a little bit about this process. Um, you know, I thought it was interesting that DR Horton was willing to pile an extra $5 million on within a couple of days. You know, means that they know the 33 was a pretty sweet price. I'm, I'm not sure they're thrilled about how this has all turned out, though. Yeah, because that's that's what I was saying. I mean, they come in on a on a property. How long has it been sitting there trying? Years. Yeah. I mean, I think the I think the it was last year we did the RFP or whatever that really nobody came back on. So yeah. you know, realistically, let's say six months to a year. And, and I think I heard that 33 million would be a 18 million somewhere around their profit. Basically, yeah, it, we have 18 it, in it, but we got four million, if I remember correctly, yeah. from Navy Federal. Um, so yeah, yeah, something in that somewhere, vicinity, right? Which is I mean, that's a pretty good deal, and nobody's doing anything with it. They make an offer. They release the offer. Now they're in a bidding war. Right. And, you know, if you just look at it from their standpoint, I'd be ticked off. Sure. You know, but, you know, that's such is life. But they pretty obviously feel like, oh, we can st- – because, you know, if you yeah. can jump up five, you can probably go a little more, I would think. But now now you got this possibility of losing it by being – too eager on our side, right? Oh, we got a bidding war. Look at us. Well, that could become zero just as much as it stays, too. That's or what happens or when you get greedy. Yeah, no, for sure. So one question I had for you guys um, uh, is the thought occurred to me, 
you know, we always wonder about procurement, okay? And I'm not a fan of always going with the lowest bidder, uh, e.g. the Sailfish sign, e.g. the Skanska, and many other examples, um, or the highest bidder in terms of whoever on this project comes forward with the, the highest. That doesn't, that's not the same thing as getting the best bid. We all know that. Uh, but it does seem like the, hey, put in a bid and we open all the bids at the same time and we find out who's got whatever, it seems like some element of auctioning eBay style or what's going on right now would allow a company to say, oh, they're going to do it for 500000 We can do it for four fifty. You know, is there a place for that kind of not just bidding, but like bidding against each other after the initial round? Would that am I stupid for thinking that that's a possible way we could do things better on a piece this size? I don't know that that's the right way to go. Um, I mean, you can see what happens when you go with the lowest bidder, right? In government, right? Like, oh, well, oh my goodness, we've, we're going to have to redo this again, and it's going to cost us twice as much. It right. always costs us at minimum twice to, to come back and fix someone else's, you know, mistakes. Um, so I, d- I don't know that auctioning is the, is the way to go on, on a piece like this. Um, like was said yesterday in the meeting, <clears throat> there's nothing else like this. Fair, yeah. There's nothing else like this. So why go to a format that is going to be sold to either the lowest bidder or someone who is, you know, some entity that's going to win the bid? Mm-hmm. If it's a value, put it out there and, um, you know, let, let you know, the bid process work through. Here's what we're going to do. I mean, the bid process is also an, an auction, right? Here's all the stipulations that we're going to give, not only just the numerical value of, of the value of the land, but we're going to follow the master plan or we're going to follow the zoning. We're not going to ask for changes. We're going to add the infrastructure. I mean, that all of those things can be submitted within the bid and when opened, read publicly, and the, the commissioners who will ultimately make the decision can, you know, pick the winner which they will. So I, I just don't know that the auction process yeah, is, I, is, is right for, for, a, for a parcel like this. Yeah, I agree with everything there. That's the, because if you're just going with the highest bidder, somebody could come in with something that we apps and, and I'm not, you know, it's always tough. Like you said, like, like the property down downtown with the Wahoo stadium and all that, everybody whined about that forever. And mm-hmm. then when people started wanting to do something, then they all complained. <laughs> right. But, right. but, yeah, so but there could be something that Why doesn't my daughter have any dates? Nobody's good enough for my daughter, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like that's kind of how it works, exactly. right? Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't like the just highest offer wins cuz it could be something that we absolutely don't want. But I think what I, what I had in mind more was just it seems like that would be a way to open up for sort of market forces information and competition then because i don't want to go with this lowest or highest in this case bidder uh but maybe giving them a second or third round to look at oh man we got really priced out of this thing but i think we can match that because we just misjudged on the front that's kind of what i was thinking but I'll, I'll, i'll take your i'll take your criticism i don't i don't mind being the guy who comes up with an idea and then gets told by people who really know how things work no that's terrible <laughs> I would rather see um, versus the, the auction or, or, or bidding um, I would rather see someone um, the, fir- the 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 county hire a professional marketing firm mm-hmm. to send us out nationwide because who knows about this right sure I mean, dr Horton knows about this because dr Horton does a lot of, lot of development course, here right. I mean does Pulte know about this does insert any developers residential developers name into the hat do, do they know about it is there anyone tracking that here locally in Pensacola I mean Pensacola's always been Pensacola but now all of a sudden it's discovered I mean 
you could thank Visit Pensacola for that, right? <laughs> right. People, people have, for a, you lot, know, a lot of eyeballs <clears throat> being on Pensacola. Pensacola has sure. been Pensacola to, to Greg and I our entire life, right? And, I mean, and half so, the town, those jerks. Are, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, really. Yeah, yeah, everybody knows about us now. Now we got to compete yeah, against yeah. all of that, right? Why are exactly. why are the prices of things going up so much? Because too many people know the secret is out. Yeah. Uh, switching gears just a little bit, but kind of, I mean, we're going to talk about Beulah in this regard as well. Um, Obviously, the um, uh, the We Are Perdido movement to try to incorporate, or I would say at this point to really figure out if incorporation is a good idea for Perdido. And uh, we've had Steve Brent on to talk about that. And it's, a, it's very interesting. And frankly, I think they're doing it very wisely in terms of this very methodical process. Uh, you know, I know Navarro has been trying to do this for forever and has never quite done it this way. And so I think they're doing it really wisely in Perdido. But um, then we've got Beulah as a possibility, right? That that could be the next town. This has been talked about for a long time. Uh, I don't know, Jonathan, you want to weigh in on either the Perdido or the potential, you know, city of Beulah down the road? Well, um, it, it's interesting. <clears throat> you you referenced Navarre. Um, Navarre's been struggling because there were two camps, right? right. D- you know, everybody gets, gets on, get on the same page. And I think um, from what I've seen, uh, I haven't been involved a whole, whole lot with the process, but from what I've seen with the We Are Perdido folks, um, Steve's doing a really good job of, you know, garnering support. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's there's always, you, you get on social media, there's always the people that are like, oh, well, you know, no one asked me. Well, uh, okay, well, well, what does that mean? Well, where, how would they know to ask you right. other than your random didn't know Facebook you were the king maker. Didn't, Right, didn't, <laughs> didn't know that. Um, so it, it, it'll be interesting to see how it progresses forward. Um, Beulah, from a population density standpoint, is larger than what We Are Perdido is putting together. Number of people that live in the Beulah area, whatever that amalgamous definition right, right. would be. Um, Come back to me with the next approved plat and it'll be different. R- r- right. Um, so it, it, it will be interesting to see if if uh, someone in the Beulah area organizes. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it takes... It, somebody has to take it. So it's sparked to, to ignite the flame, right? It, it takes... Someone has to take the initiative to say, okay, I'm going to commit my time for the next 36 months to, to go after this and you have to have the ability to do it financially and um, it, it will be interesting to uh, it'll be interesting to see how this we are Perdido moves forward and, and you know if something happens in Beulah you know that's gonna it, someone's gonna have to start it right so Greg I'll get to you in just a second I want to get candy in here real quick though for our traffic on the fives before we get there sure let me just get in here <laughs> no uh, traffic tips uh, 437-1620 of course you can text them in Kingsfield and 297A showing an accident I-10 eastbound at mile marker 31 stopped uh, it looks like the accident's off the highway, but still backed up a little bit. Fairpoint 98, that light's not working yet, and possible roadblock now on Brent Lane. This is in front of PCC. And please use your lights when you're driving. If your windshield wipers are on, you're supposed to have your lights on, so make sure that others can see you. It's Traffic on the Fives. Text 437-1620 if you have traffic tips. Again, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. So, uh, Greg, uh, thoughts about possible incorporation of Perdido and the not yet a movement, but certainly everybody's aware that there's a possibility for Beulah uh, eventually as well well I, i'm going to use my pass card here because i i'm i'm like you I, andrew i'm not gonna I, that's something i don't know anything about okay i've never fair studied enough. it i haven't paid any attention so i'm gonna i'm gonna let the experts <laughs> figure that one out you know one of the other things that has come up uh this session they're gonna possibly look for a a recall vote approval for county commissioners uh there's been talk of uh, michelle salzman says we're looking at an eight-year term limit for county commissioners and maybe an eight-year term limit for school board after we just got it approved to 12 I, i've said look uh, i like the recall concept but frankly i like two-year terms for all county commissioners 
I just think four years is a long time to try to remember what happened three years ago. And, you know, I don't love the constant campaign, but state representatives campaign, House of Representatives campaign every two years. Two years is a pretty quick response time to let the commissioner know whether you think they're doing well or not. You both ran campaigns. Uh, is let it, me, is yeah, it viable let, to do a t- every two-year campaign? Let me jump in. I, just my opinion, uh, having run for an office, every two years I would vote a thousand times against that because I, I just think you never stop campaigning. And campaigning is a pain in the butt. It's, it's necessary. But doing it, basically, you, you get one year – before you got to start campaigning again right and you don't get a chance to really do anything uh, i think term limits are the way to to handle that be, making them run that much I, I don't think you ever get anything done because you're too worried about getting reelected, even though that shouldn't be your goal um but i i think four years is fine and either two or three terms is I, I like three personally, but uh, I think nobody else seems to be on that page. But yeah. right, yeah, I mean, it's at least it's an in, interim, uh, Jonathan. I, I like if you're going to do term limits, I, I can give you a way to limit terms. Take away the pension. Take away the pension aspect of it. If after eight years you're guaranteed 100 percent pension for for serving two terms, I mean, it's great. You can say, oh, well, we should limit it to two terms. Well, okay, you're vested at that point. Right. But does it really matter? Okay, now it's time for me to move on to the next office so I can run for that office. I mean, public service is public service. Your time and service, you get paid for your time and service, and at the end of that, it's you it. Do, you do your other thing. You're, that you you're back been doing to whatever otherwise. you're doing before. Fair enough. Yeah, we I didn't like, even I like that too. We didn't even get to the baseball question. I wanted to ask you, Greg. Maybe next time, uh, Greg Litt and Jonathan Owens. As always, gentlemen, thanks for the conversation. Really interesting stuff today. I appreciate your time. Thanks, thanks for having. Me. We'll see you all on Monday. Have a great weekend. You're listening to News Radio 92.3 WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola. And. A big human trafficking bust in Polk County. We'll tell you about it after this update from Fox News here on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable.